<laughs> the water, probably. The water, the water is probably going to be a main ingredient in any tide surveillance. It's going to be somehow connected to the water. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, here's another one. <laughs> What's with those? What's, what do you got on, bro? You just came from the desert. Hey, you just not. Apparently, that's the inner inner circle. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the outer outer circle. That's the outer. That's the outer circle. He's of the hopeless variety. <laughs> well, for some people who haven't been here, I'll do a little ter- uh, glossary, yeah? terms of the glossary, whatever it is. We like to use this word selfing, yes? So selfing... Uh, represents it's a mental process mental process that implies and insinuates through the facilitation of the thought system the feeling system the seeing system, the hearing system the tasting, the touching the mental process sort of claims those uh, faculties and uses them to imply that there's a someone there. Yeah? In other words, when they're seeing, there's a feeling that you're the seer. Yeah? When there's hearing, there's a feeling you're the hearer. When there's thinking, there's a feeling. It's not a thought. If it was a thought, it would be easy to get over. But it's a thought sort of wrapped in a feeling. So it's a sense of being the, the thinker. Yeah? You just have a vague sense that you're somehow doing it or you have something to do with it. Yeah? You have a vague sense that you have something to do with the feelings and you and the thoughts and the seeing and the hearing, the feeling, the tasting and the touching. Yeah. So the selfing is like the act of being identified as a self. So it's not two different it's not a verb and a noun. There is no self. The feeling the, the idea of being a long lasting, independent, separate, real entity, yeah, may not be true. Yeah. So the selfing implies that that's so and reinforces, reinforces that idea by using what it comes in contact with, which is the thought system, the feeling system, all this, to facilitate the bondage to that idea. Yeah? So mind is a possibility, and it's, it's gotten enslaved to one possibility that it's a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, yeah? a thing. Yeah. That feeling of being a thing obviously cuts you off from recognizing that you may not be a thingness, yeah? And then you may get the double whammy where you'll you'll start trying to seek no thingness as a thing, which isn't going to pan out well. Yeah, because the no thingness will then be framed from the thingness point of view. Yeah? So you'll want to get a little bit of no thingness to sort of lighten up the thingness that you're feeling. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't really work. It really doesn't. So the idea is that in selfing, this. So let's say. So I just heard someone say it before. Oh, you were selfing. Yeah, a little joking. So you recognize that there's selfing going on. Yeah, there's a story that it's about you somehow. And then, but the interpretation of it is, oh, I've been selfing. 
See? But the feeling of being the one that's doing the selfing is the bondage of self. The feeling of being the one who's selfing is the bondage of self. Not the, not the selfing. That facilitates it. Yeah? The bondage of self is the feeling yeah, when mind takes itself to be the one that's doing the selfing. Or when mind takes it, itself to be the one that's being done to by the selfing. Yeah? So some people will call me and say, oh, the selfing has been driving me crazy. The me that seems to be driven crazy is the bondage point, not the selfing. The selfing is just an, an activity. Yeah? It's being used to imply that there's someone there. Like a sort of like that you're prior to all feelings, and because you're put in a position of priorness, it alludes to that you had you have some power over your feelings. Like you know, so when people share, they had a feeling. They go, oh, "I didn't want to feel that." The frustration is they felt it, and then the the, the afterthought is, "I didn't want to feel it." And the feeling I didn't want to feel comes from this illusion that they somehow had some power because they're prior to the feeling. Like, like how did this get in? You know, how did this get by my security guards? Yeah? How did this feeling sort of uh, surprise me? Because I must the, the the sense the illusion is that you're there as this entity prior to the feeling. Yeah, you're not of the feeling. You have feelings. You're not of thoughts, you're the thinker of thoughts. Yes? You're the haver of thoughts. This is, a, this is not so. <laughs> if you put a little bit of in, inquiry on it. Yeah? So, but it's assumed to be so all day. And therefore, in duration, it can produce a story about you. And like someone was sharing the other day, at, uh, after at the coffee, talking about, you know, sometimes he's really in that space and then he seems to get pulled out. What pulls you out is the sense of duration. Yeah? The sense of self having duration. Yeah? So time facilitates the idea that you were somewhere, but now you've been pulled out of it. But the somewhere that you have a feeling that you were in, there can never ever be any pulling out of. It's what is. Yeah? But the sense of self is stretched out by duration, with time, yeah? So now, the feeling of you arises again, and then you feel like you've lost it, yeah? And then there's a belief in that, so now you have an experience that you've lost the awakening, or you had the realization, but now things have changed. So somehow, you've moved away what you can never move away from, yeah? Because it's not an experience that you, as the constant state is having, What's trying to have it as an experience is a, is a very temporary state of mind, body, and emotion. It's not a singularity. It's not an entity. It's not solid in and of itself. It's an activity, just like everything else it's trying to talk about, but it's trying to talk about it from the point of not being activity. It's trying to talk about it from a point of I'm the one solid thing. Yeah? And you are, in a sense, as the spirit, but not as what the mind's presenting you as. You're not the solidity as a body. You're not the solidity as the false doer of the thoughts and the false feeler of the feelings. That's not so. It just assumes a solidity. So now, something's bothering you because you feel like you were prior to it, and how did it get in here to bother me? Yeah? You don't realize that you're produced when that arises. The feeling of you. You're an afterthought. You're never prior to any fucking thing. You arise with it. 
Yeah? But what, what doesn't arise is prior, in a sense, if you want to call it prior. I wouldn't say it's prior, but as an example, yeah? What you are isn't arising, nor is it departing. Yeah? But what we're taking ourselves to be is something that's conditioned into arising and then unconditioned into departing all day. You're dying and born, getting born every freaking second, the feeling of self. Yeah? But it needs, for the feeling to be produced, it needs to, it needs to co-opt faculties that are being enlivened by consciousness, yeah? Like consciousness is what's in contact here. Consciousness is what's moving through this thing called an eye and is allowing seeing to occur. The eye isn't seeing a damn thing. It facilitates the seeing, yeah? So consciousness is what's in contact. But the story about that is, no, I'm prior to consciousness. And now I'm, and I can, I can deem myself to be less conscious or more conscious based on what? Not on consciousness, but on what I do or don't do. So if I live this life and I meditate all day, I start assuming that I'm more conscious than when I was doing something else. But now, what you did is, you've made something that's always available at all times in manifestation as a commodity that you're dealing with. Yeah? Either you're acquiring it or you're losing it all day. Oh, I hang around with these people, I get unconscious. Or I'm with, I get, you know, I go on the retreat, I feel great. But when you leave the retreat, you probably don't. How valuable is the fucking retreat? So this idea of selfing is an activity of mind, a mental process. Not of mind, more of mentation, yeah? And the activity is, it's trying to produce an identification as a self, yeah? So, it's insinuating it all day, like someone just did it again, with, uh, you know, my, I haven't shaved, so some hair's growing on my face, and someone says, oh, you're gonna grow, you're growing a beard. Well, I'm not growing a beard. I'm just not shaving, yeah? I'm not spending any time growing it. You know, I didn't, I didn't have to change my agenda for this Saturday. Oh, I got a pencil in some time to grow my beard. Because it's not my beard, first of all. But the language implies I have something to do with something I have nothing to do with. It's doing it quite a lot. And if you're listening to it, if you're listening to it in a sort of uh, nonchalant, very unaware way, you're going to fall into its premise quite easy. Not you, but the mind is going to fall into it, and then there'll be a you that feels like it fell into it. Yeah? When it's the mind scene, there's no way it could have ever fallen into it, so you see the fallacy of the whole act. But when the you gets produced, then it feels real. Because the you is, is at that point representing the reality, and it can make what's not so seem to be really so. Voila, our days. Yeah. Something could be like the worst freaking thing at 10 in the morning, and by 10.30 you've had a change of mind, and now it's not bothering you at all. What is it? Does, is that thing having the quality that's imposing itself on you, or are you giving it the meaning it has? You know, put the horse before the cart. Find out your role here. Yeah? Instead of feeling like a victim or things are imposing themselves on me all day, and I wish I could get out of it, and the frustrating point is, there's, a, there's this weird assumption that you have the power to really get out of it if you just manage better. 
yeah? Some fucking crazy story. So it just keeps you getting re-involved in the sense of being Paul. I'm gonna, I did myself into this, I'm gonna do myself out of it. It didn't happen that way. It's not happening that way. Yeah. So that feeling of, it, it's just like an epiphany. Many people, I've had the pleasure of an epiphany, you know, which is usually an interruption of your linear story. Let's say you're walking around. Sometimes it's in a nice setting. Sometimes it could be at Walmart. It doesn't matter. But something stops your little story, stops the selfing, and then you're in what you've never been out of, yeah? But it's obvious on this phenomenal level, yeah? And it's called like an epiphany. It's just unbelievable. And then it usually has duration, it usually ends when what represents duration, duration arises, which is you. Because the you has more duration than the epiphany in the dream. When the epiphany represents infinity or no time, but in the, sp- in the place of time, as soon as the self claims the epiphany, its duration outlasts the epiphany. And now the epiphany becomes an experience that the self had. Yeah? It's a total heist all fucking day. Yet it, it's imaginary. It never, it never could possibly happen. It can only seem to happen. And it can only seem to happen if there's a you involved. Yeah? And after a while, when a lot of things seem to happen, and you see the one constant is there is me involved in them, maybe you'll realize what's producing it isn't that, it's the me. The me is what's distributing the meaning to things. The things aren't distributing the meaning to the me, but the me's distributing the meaning to things. The, the, the meaning that they have power over me, that they can affect me, yes? That they can stop me from getting what I want. That they can limit my pursuit of happiness, joyousness, and freedom. Whatever crazy idea it can entertain, yes? And yet, if the me is seen not to be you, then at that moment, which you were tr- maybe you were trying to acquire it for years, at that moment, you have the canny ability to outshine whatever circumstance and situation you find yourself in. With no thought or effort, no fucking vigilance, no work, you just have an immunity where, which you never could have acquired by all your freaking practices. It's just available now. Because why? Because the mind's available to it, not to the bondage of self. Yeah. It's woken up or actually woken from. It doesn't need to wake up, it is awake. But it can wake up from that, yeah? Because as soon as you think you're awake as this, you can be fucking asleep as this. You can't escape the dualistic split of this place, yeah? You're going to feel really, really... You're going to feel so close to being near the truth, yet in the next hour you can feel so far away from it. It's like you're living in in the shaft of a kaleidoscope, yeah? It's a dream. Yeah. This isn't about rubbing out the dream. It's like the Course in Miracles says, hey, you're the dreamer of the dream. If you get that, what's going to happen is you're going to dream yourself out of it. And while you're dreaming yourself out of the dream that you're the, the, the let's say, the generator of, the dream will get happier. Hallelujah. What beautiful news. And that's been my experience here. But as long as you're the dreamt object, then all the other objects can have the ability to scare the bejesus out of you. 
Yeah. I don't care how many I don't care how many books you read about it's an imaginary tiger. If you're in the space of an imaginary tiger as an imaginary object, that imaginary tiger is going to scare the bejesus out of this. I don't care how many books you read or mantras you say there is no tiger. As long as there's a you, there's a tiger. Yeah? It's not about disappearing the tiger. It's realizing you never fucking actually appeared. Then you have immunity to the tiger. It's not because if it ain't the tiger, it'll be an ox or a bull or something. Yes? You'll, you'll still have the relevance of reality and then you'll be trying to blow out all the candles you're lighting all day. And it'll be the birthday of self all day, being born again and again. But you'll be there. You'll be the one candle blowing all the, one, all the others out. <laughs> the good news is you're not that. It's an impossibility. How can there be fucking time, literally? You think there's a solid planet floating around in solid space? Come on. Mind, yeah, mind, mind, mind's dreaming. Yeah. Let's say mind is what can't be seen. So for it to get close to seeing itself, it dreams itself as something it can be seen. Yeah. So it has an experience always in the confines of itself. Here, no matter how crazy or bad they seem, it's still it's still the it's still in the realm of mind. Yeah. This is just one, it's like being caught in a loop we're in. <laughs> Selfing is so boring. I mean, notice, really, you've tried every formula self-centeredness offers. Every society that's grown up in self-centeredness, you've tried, you go to, a, you go to Bali, and after a while you see all the beautifulness of Bali crack, because they're assholes too. And then you go to India, and the saints are assholes also. You get into the inner circle of a quote-unquote master, and you can't fucking believe what's going on, you know, that the other outer people don't know. It's, uh, it's always going to be the case, yeah? So let's say what isn't... What can't be seen, what can't be heard, what can't be felt, what can't be tasted, what can't be touched, what can't be thought of, what can't be perceived, yeah, is now what's perceiving itself as what can be perceived, what can be thought, what can be felt, yes? And for, it, for that to occur, seemingly, only on the level of appearing to be so, it can't actually be real, because it's all there is, let's say, but in this dream, it can appear to be separate. It can make itself into something and see itself from a something. Yeah? All the while, every time you're looking at this, you see it as a you. Yeah? When I look at you, what's happening, I see you as a you, but I hold this you that I believe I'm seeing from as me, and you hold that you that you're seeing from as me, and we forget the I that's seeing. Yeah. The eye of all eyes is what's seeing through all of these different views. And almost every one of us has been saddled with a programming that we deny the I by proclaiming the me. Yeah. And then we live from a point of view called self-centeredness. How's it working out? Some of us have had the curse of getting everything we've ever wanted, and it still seems empty. Yeah. 
Some of us have the other curse of not getting what, he, what, what we want and believing that the ones who have gotten what they want are having a great old fucking time. Yeah? Like poor people suffering, part of poor people suffering is thinking rich people are having a great time. Rich people suffering is they don't even have that excuse. Yeah? Gods are suffering. Celestial beings are suffering. Anything identified as something is going to suffer in some way because they're going to suffer the deal that they've made in a way. Yeah? Look at the body. The body's going to have a lot of pain in one's life. Yeah? If, you're, if the mind's identified as it, it's going to produce an exquisite suffering concerning that pain. Yeah? To a point where it can get so crazy, it can start preemptively feeling suffering from pain it thinks is going to happen later. Yeah? Which is totally insane. Yeah? To the point where this fear of the time, what's, how time's going to affect us, can get so dominant that we'll basically evacuate this only space and be living in a time tunnel of there and then, past and future. Yeah? The mind will be so absorbed, it'll go totally into just a mental, a conditional mental realm. And it's, it's, it's reacting to things that aren't happening. It's not responding to what's happening anymore. It's just reacting to what's not happening. Yeah? And anything can happen in what's not happening. Anything. Anything your mind can cook up, like you can be destitute next week. You can be. Possible. You're not now. And that's why it will override the fact you're not destitute, that you have a place to go lay your head today. But you'll pr- pr- provoke an anxiety that you won't have a place to rest your head conspout using next week. Next week isn't producing that anxiety. You are. Your head is using next week to produce an anxiety now. Next week isn't happening. How can next week have any influence on us right now? It can't. But it has a huge influence because we believe it to be so. And because we're stuck in this feeling of being Paul, an historical figure, we believe we were there, we're going to be there, therefore that same Paul that was there and that same Paul I'm thinking is going to be there is the same Paul that's here now. None of them are truly so. And when you get relief from it, you'll know that was the quote-unquote problem. You'll know it. You'll know it beyond knowing. Yeah? Because it's sort of like if you were, when you were born, someone put a hand on your shoulder and it's been there your whole life, you wouldn't know it was there. Not one bit. You know its effects. You would try, you'd be making up huge stories of why your one shoulder is lower than the other and why you have to get, you know, longer sleeves for this shirt than the other and, all, and, be, and get people to agree with your fucking crazy idea. But in fact, you'd really know it when it lifted. You would know its influence on your whole life when it lifted. That's what it's like. Yeah? When selfing is seen just to be a mental activity that can never fulfill its desire to be a self. If you look at Buddhism, when they talk about the Four Noble Truths, it says suffering is the, is the dilemma, yeah? Isn't that the first one? And then desire is the, is the root of it all. So what desire does selfing have? It has this huge des- desire to become a self, to be a loser, to be a winner, yeah? And also, its assumption of being so certain that it is, it also has a desire to unbecome what it thinks it is. So it's trying to become what it thinks it isn't, and it's trying to unbecome what it thinks it is. And none of those desires can ever be fulfilled, and they're going on all day. 
All day you're looking in the windows while you're walking down the mall, trying to get a reflection of your face and the assurance that you're okay. Yeah? That you're, let's say, attractive enough to make it with others or whatever. There's a constant seek searching for reassurance because it's built on such a flimsy assumption. Yeah? So desire to become and unbecomes like a slinky. You want to get out of something you're not in? You want to get into something you can't be out of. Yeah? On and on and on and on and on. On and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah? And it will take you. And it will make you an urban renewal project. And it will never... You'll put tons of attention and interest and you'll never be done. You'll never get the approval from the building inspector. There'll always be something wrong. You haven't meditated enough. You're not clear enough. You, oh, you were mad at that person. That exempts you from any grace today. And it's just playing God. The head is just fucking playing God all day. And you're devoted to it. Maybe you won't be able to catch it, but you'll realize in duration, which is this one main drive, the idea that you were there and I'm going to be there, yeah? In duration, you'll see the failedness of it at least, yeah? Maybe you're, you're full of hopes and expectations when you're 20, but after you've been around these laps to about 60, fucking you realize all they do is change the scenery. It's the same lap every day, and you realize, geez, I'm on this hamster cage, in this hamster cage, and it's not motorized. Yeah? It's not, it doesn't move unless I'm in it. You don't get it? <laughs> If you try to get out of it as what's in it, you can't. Self can't get out of self. It's got its little foolproof secondary backup systems, yeah? So you really want to get out of it. Oh, but it, it co-ops that feeling of wanting to get out of it and twists it into another form of being in it. So you join a practice that says, well, it's not going to happen this, but after lifetimes of purification, you are, fuck. What a business plan. They, can't, they don't have to deliver any goods now, but it, at lifetimes. And it's all based on your... It's a, no, this is a perfect system, but your fault. You're faulty. You're so tainted, it's going to take life. Give me a break. If you get out of the hamster wheel, it's not moving. It's never going to be moving when you're out of it. Never. As soon as you get in it, it's generating. Yes? As soon as you're in it, you generate it. You give it the definition of being a wheel, because before it's just like a metal wreath. Yeah? Just a metal wreath you could put on a, you know, if you were industrial at Christmas, you could put it up. You know, a metal wreath on your door. But here, but because you get in it, you're the one that defines it. Yes? You're the, you're the producer of the oomph of the slavery. Your own mind, not your own mind. There isn't any own mind. The mind, yeah. And in recovery, it's, they got, they brought it right back there. They said it in no uncertain terms. Self is what has defeated us. It's going to kill you if you don't get relief. And it probably there's no you in power that's going to be able to do it. All this stuff because you can't seek relief from the system from the system. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So you want the mind to skip out of that modality of self-centeredness, like a like get bumped and so it doesn't fall into the next groove on the record and then come up and then maybe just swing freely for a while. And then you ask then you contact another aspect of mind. Let's say it's centered, not self centered. Yeah? Maybe its whole system is it has nothing to do with 
being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It has all to do with being everything, let's say. That starts downloading into this possibility, and it starts ex- expressing through this possibility, and as you become, a, you acknowledge, or you become conscious of what's moving through. Yeah? You can't see it, feel it, hear it, taste it, but there's a sense that you get, in a way, just like you get the sense of self produced by the mental process, you'll get the sense of what you are unproduced by anything. It's always available at all times. Yeah? And then maybe your mind will like to rest there. And when it does, things change here. Yeah, the dream gets happier. Doesn't mean you'll get everything you want. That may not what that may not really procure you the happiness you're looking for. Maybe everything will be taken away. Who knows? But I'll tell you something. What's running the show, what's navigating the boat is a fucking damn good captain. I go along with its plan. Yeah? It's like uh, it's like having a seat assignment. You just this is the seat I'm in right now. It's musical chairs. I could get up at any time. The music comes on all the time. Lately, it stopped, and I've been right in front of this chair, so I sit down. One day it may, and I'll be doing something else, yeah? You have the ability to be freaking flexible. Because once you 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 plant the flag, man, forget about it. It's sort of like once you stop moving and you got a black jacket, the lint finds you. Yeah. Once you premise that you're an idea of Paul, all the thoughts that are just like asteroids and chunks of things, and the they all gravitate towards you. They all start going around you. <laughs> just sort of, and then you think they're trying to impose their will on you. You're the gravitational pull that keeps them in place. Yes. There's no thoughts about you that are attacking you. You're attracting it by your, by, your, by your identification as a you. Yeah? The only way that can continue is it needs to be reinforced all day because it's not so. It's, the desire is never going to be complete. You're always going to have that agitation. Even when you feel like you've made it, it, it could be unmade tomorrow. Who knows? You could fuck up. <laughs> You're always living on a very flimsy foundation. Yeah, there's no rest there. Rest comes from uncertainty in a way. Rest comes from what we what we call insecure, insecurity is really where the rest lies. Yeah, you abandon yourself, like it says in recovery. You abandon yourself to this possibility. Yeah, you don't have reservations and make deals. You abandon it. You abandon this freaking this this preoccupation with selfing and that's what it's like abandoning it you don't abandon you don't abandon what you are you are abandon what you're not and you lend yourself over to the power that's greater than that which I believe is what we are and therefore as soon as the power greater than you has more attention than the power lesser than it then the power greater than you becomes the dominant influence in your life here yeah now you have an easing comfort because your faith is producing an easing comfort now, not being used by the mental system to produce anxiety about tomorrow. Yeah? Same faith, same quality, but it put in a different vehicle. That's the whole point here. Yeah? People call me up, what are you going to talk about next week? Exactly the same. There's no point to go anywhere else. If, you do, if you're trying to run, you're not going to meditate yourself into the right view. It's not going to happen, I don't believe. You know? 
the right view will, med- will the rightness of the view will migrate to the practices you do, or the non what you do, whatever you do is could be deemed a practice because now it's infused with the right attitude. Yeah, it's not you doing it anymore. Yeah. It's not you uh, trying to acquire and achieve and attain anymore. You see, it's little machinations, but you haven't you you're not. You haven't donated your interest and attention to that feeble plan. Yeah. Produces a relaxation you couldn't get through 50 Thai massages. Yeah. It's just, you just drop, like, you just drop such a fucking heavy imaginary weight. And then you realize, oh, so that was the problem. And from the solutions point of view, the problem is imaginary. It's imaginary. It's an appearance. It can only reach the level of seemingly so, which means it's appearing to be true or false to what is so, which is what you are and what I am. We are all that I. Yeah? We are not the me that thinks it's the one that's looking. We are the la- I that's, that is what's looking. Yeah? From there, from that point of view, everything else is imaginary. So what happens? When this seems real, there's a need for a solution. But when it's seen from the solution's point of view, there is no problem. There's no need for a solution either. That's how fucking right on it is. You don't even need to have a little special pocket for your solution. You are the solution. You are it. You are you have the solution appearing not to be, and then you have the solution being it what it always is. That's the two basic ways it can go here, every moment of the day. Yeah, when, and you can recognize when it's appearing what it's not to be, and you'll travel lighter through it because you won't you won't be invested in being that which it's not. Yeah, and then more and more you'll rest in what's so, and it will leaven what's not so. So you'll start traveling lighter here as a byproduct. That's that, eh? Any question? You don't want to beat. It's not. You don't want to beat the horse till it's dead, you know? Because you got to ride the horse. Let's <laughs> not fucking go over it and have an anatomy class. All you need is like one little taste. Look at the power of the word "my" in one's life. Hey, man, thank you. Look at the power of the word "my." See you, sonny. Change. See what how it changes thought. Just put the idea of a thought and then my thought. Usually different. The idea of a feeling, my feeling. Usually different. Health, my health. Usually different. Money, my money. Usually different. You know? Hang glider, my hang glider. Usually different. Yes? The my is the sense of being the proprietor of, the doer of, the haver of. This is the this is the sense that's being produced by the self. It can not it can net it cannot make it so. But if you fall for the uh, in, the advertising, it will seem to be so. That's what happens. Yeah. So are we all an integral part of the I am? We're not a part at all. We are that. We are the I. Yeah, we're not an integral part of anything. We're the we're the unseen whole playing in these millions of parts. If you realize you're not the part, what's going to dawn on you? You're the whole. If you want to be a heart, a part with some hole in you, go ahead. 
You know, just all, all that, that pursuit of getting some hole will just reassert the partners. It will. I'm telling you. You can't escape the movement of mind. And it's been recognized quite a lot in a lot of different ways by a lot of people in life, in the history, supposedly. And they've downloaded it in books and other things, scriptures. And it's there to be had. Yeah, and it's all there to trigger not a belief in what they said, but a belief in what's there. Reading it, yeah, what's there? Like St. Francis tried to save us a lot of time, I imagine. He says, what's looking is what you're looking for. Why am, why am I so freaking confused? I, I get it, so now I start looking for it. No, what's looking is what you're looking for. All right, how, where? No, what's looking is what you're looking for. We keep missing it because we keep applying our duration, our authentic being here prior. So we have to be somehow either step in step with what's looking or before what's looking, and therefore we keep applying the looking for to what can't be found because it's what's looking. Yeah. What's right at the moment of seeking, that's what's looking. I get it, but where? What you doing? That's what's, you know, it's hard to keep bringing it back and put it, because it wants to go out, yeah? It wants to go out and throw it out outside of itself to keep it pinned and keep letting it see. Suddenly, all right, you know, maybe some moments in time will go by where that engine of seeking will stop and you'll feel some fucking great relief. And then the duration and time will kick up Paul again, but maybe there'll be less of you in it, you know? Less of, you won't buy the whole package of the story of John. Yes? So instead of having like a big, giant, epic novel, it's like a little short story. It's much better. It's easy. You, you get off after like four chapters, you know? If you've got to be drawn out to 20 chapters, you know it's going to go bad. Really bad. You know what I mean? My fifth wife left me. And, you know, on and on. You kept it short, you know. Yeah. So what's Well, the epiphany, a lot of the epiphany gets its, its experience and its peak value experiences where the selfing arises. Yeah? So it seems like a huge event with the contrast of selfing, yeah? But if that would become normal, it would be like ordinary dog shit awareness. <laughs> That's how it would just be. So you wouldn't, it wouldn't be any big thing. It would be so dramatic. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't be my, it wouldn't be, it would be like the norm. Yeah? And that's what it's like, really. No music? No music, probably. Yeah, you may have to bring your own. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Really, that's what it's like. So it's not like a really, it doesn't capture the interest of the conditional mind because it's boring to it. Yeah? The mind, you know, thinks of surrender like being on a cliff overlooking the ocean with long hair, with the wind blowing, of course, this way, and ex-girlfriends looking adoringly at them, and I'm giving up the ghost, you know? No, there's, surrendered is much different. There's no big event anymore, but there's just a state of surrender, yeah? So it doesn't look, it, to the conditional mind, it's not that attractive. Because there's no bells and whistles. There's no, you're not going to get extra stripes. 
no one's gonna, you know, you may not even have a loving gaze where people recognize you on the bus, you know, you know. Oh, I saw him walking around Whole Foods. He looks so, so spiritual. You know, it may not happen anymore, you know. <laughs> I mean, people probably don't even want to hear anything from you. Mostly, the, the closer, the more they think they know you, the less they want to hear from you. Really, that's what happens. You know, like Jesus said, the prophet's never recognized in his own village. You know, it's sort of like that. Because the, it's not that big of a deal. It's just like when you were a kid, when you look into try to improve your state, you weren't looking into retreats or anything like that. How can I make this better? You were just sort of in whatever was in because you hadn't thought you could be out. Yeah? And so it was way more than enough. That's sort of what it's like. Yeah? Some obvious... Uh, some obvious facts start overriding the, all the false assumptions that are like petri dishes for the imagination of conditional mind just to riff, which it does. Yeah, it riffs. Just like if you came, went to a, a bar and let's say a, a, a saxophonist of the statue of John Coltrane was playing, and you said, Mr. Coltrane, can you riff on the idea of separation? It, he could fucking wow. What's what mind's doing here? Yeah. Love never, love never finding love. What an incredible story, an impossibility, but it's a, it's a damn good story. So mine is just like it had, but for it to grow its ideas, it needs a petri dish fueled by your attention and interest. And the way it gets that is it it projects the story, the star of the story, to be you, and therefore your interest is very much interested in that story. You'll follow that story, which you would never follow about anyone else. You wouldn't be really worrying about what's going to happen to me six years from now if you weren't me. You really wouldn't, probably. You're not going to go home. I'm really concerned about Paul in 2021. A lot of things could happen to him. No. It's the only thing that usually draws our interest into that insane area is it's me. (laughs) It's just that fucking simple. So we're recognizing one of its attributes and we're using it in a different way. All right, if I lose interest in that... Let's say I'm not the thinker. I may, just as a byproduct of that, I may lose interest in the thoughts. Hey, that's hallelujah. All right, it works. So let's see if, you know, if I, th- if I hold the thoughts as Stanley's, am I going to follow them to 2014? No fucking way. I could care less what happens to Stanley tomorrow. <laughs> you know? I can't. To hold me into that much of a stretch? No way. Yeah? But it's you. It's the cherishing of self. That's what keeps. That's what takes. Here's your interest and attention. We have so much of it right now, and so the head. And if if your interest and attention was free just to be here, the obviousness of what you are and what you're not would become obvious. So the mental process disperses it into thoughts about you in the past and thoughts about you in the future. So now your interest and attention isn't here to respond to what's going on. It's enslaved to react to what's not going on. And therefore, what's obvious now isn't obvious three years ago or five years from now. In a way, the only God in time is of self. There's no power, higher power of God in time. It's self. Selfie, yeah? So, the point of getting relief from this and that is so that your attention and interest, it's not yours, the, atten- the attention and interest, can come back to here and now enrich this experience instead of enslave it. Yeah. And that's what it does. Yeah. 
but it's, it's you, you're never going to call it back from thinking about you if the you is what you think you are. It's going to keep going there. It's going to keep going back and forward, and your attention is going to follow it. No matter if you have an intellectual idea, it's not going to hold water. It's got to be entertained where there's a drop, and then you lose interest in it because you've gotten a real strong feeling. Hey, I'm not that. Yeah. So we better go. I'm losing all my paying customers. I know they don't like you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's that, eh?